<clears throat> Greetings, everybody. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to another episode of Gringo and I. Obviously, this isn't Gringo speaking. My name is Kimani, aka Solace to Reflection, and I have the awesome privilege of interviewing Gringo today. That's right, he is on the other end of the table today. Gringo, bro, how are you doing? How are you feeling? <laughs> yeah, bro, you know what? I, 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 I feel weird, but at the same time, I, I, feel, I feel good, you know? I feel like, yeah, because I've been busy. I, a lot of things been happening and I've been, you know, I've been dropping hints, I've been saying things. And I thought, you know, what, what better way to do it than come on the platform myself? Definitely. Definitely. I mean, you have been interviewing people for a couple of weeks, actually months now. So I'm sure that you are more used to asking questions rather than being asked. But I'm sure that people listening would love to hear a bit more from you and love to hear a little bit more about your story. Of course, you've dropped hints and you've shared a little bit about yourself throughout you know the other episodes but today we're going to be focusing 100% on you gringo you are in the hot seat <laughs> i mean i've been i've been i've been uh, having a campaign of uh, free gringo like i feel <laughs> like <laughs> i've been wanting freedom for a while man yeah and, like it's it's a, it's a thing and it's a process definitely definitely well, there are a couple questions that I'm sure that people would love to hear you answer. But mm. before we get into some of the questions that we've prepared, really, um, let's start off by going back to the beginning, right? So tell me, who is Gringo? If you were to use three words to describe yourself, you can go ahead and use those three words. Or if you'd love to give me two or three lines a little bit about yourself. Tell the people who are listening a little bit more about who you are. You know, I, I think I would uh, describe myself as uh, eccentric, mm -hmm. uh, jovial. Definitely. And uh, I'd say, you know, laid back. Laid back. Yeah. yeah I think, I think, I think, that that's the that's the most important uh, characteristic I've developed over the years. Yeah, that characteristic of uh, patience. You know, just you, just yeah, go on. You know what? I was definitely going to agree with you on that because I've known you for a little while now. Like it's been what over a year or two, and the words that you've used, I can definitely say yeah, that's the gringo that I know. That's the gringo that I I I met you know, a year or two ago. And, you know, this is the gringo that I continue to interact with, you know, on socials. So definitely eccentric and laid back. <laughs> definitely. I can agree with that. Yeah, but were you, always, were you always this kind of person you think, or over time you've sort of looked at um, ways to reinvent yourself and, and to assume these these characteristics or were you always like that i mean i feel like uh the the, the eccentric part i think i i was always i was always like that but uh i don't 
but I think it's it's where I come from. I won't be considered eccentric. I'll yeah. just be normal because here people don't really wear bright colors. People don't yeah. really people are not really loud. People are not really sort of like uh yeah. People are very reserved here. That's true. People are not very open. So I think it was it was more of a cultural cultural difference where you make me seem eccentric to others but to where I come from it's quite normal yeah it's, it's, it's very normalized you know yeah but people people wear a lot of black in this country you know to yeah realize this. That's, uh, it's for the purpose of those people who don't know where you're from originally could you remind them or let them know where you're from you know your upbringing where you trace back your roots to yeah no i mean like i'm 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 100 african you know yeah <laughs> plus yeah I'm, uh yeah i'm from zimbabwe but i grew up in uh chitungiza okay and uh Mutare, so i was there by a lot and i grew up in a in a boarding school as well right yeah so so i like i'm a grandfather was a missionary so mm-hmm. that's where in in uh yeah so it was like a village where i grew up but then i moved to to a township okay and that's where the bright colors because we know if we associate african fabric and just the whole yeah. vibe of african um dare i say black people on a whole because you know speaking from the perspective of a Caribbean person who, you know, we love our colors as mm-hmm. well. And we've definitely gotten that from our African brothers and sisters. I definitely yeah. agree with what you've mentioned in terms of living here in the UK where we are, where things are completely different and back home, then it's quite normal, isn't it? So definitely, I agree. Yeah, yeah. because I mean, you know, I, I always thought, yeah, like when I came here, I, I thought, we dress kind colorful, but I think the Caribbeans, like the, the, these guys, you guys dress, dress quite colorful. I'm seeing, I'm seeing neon, neon <laughs> green wigs, neon, wear neon, neon hair. Yeah. Like where I live in, in, uh, in South London, yeah. like, yeah, I'm, I'm seeing all, all different shades of hair colors, man. Yeah, definitely. Like, um, in yeah. terms of the hair, it's Caribbean, definitely, but mm. even more so. I want to say specific to Jamaica, um, mm. you know, my my country, you know, the land of my birth, definitely quite colourful. But yeah, it's interesting how despite being from different parts of the world, like growing up different parts of the world, how we can find the similarities though between yeah. uh, the Caribbean and, and Africa. So there are a lot more similarities than there are differences. Would you agree? Yeah, I mean, it can be seen in the just the music in itself. Absolutely. Yeah, where where you can't differentiate, uh, you can't say, you know, who 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 started, uh, you know, dance or who started uh, Afrobeats, who yeah. influenced who, where where it's it becomes so so murky that uh, that uh, the whole genre, the genres uh, have got sub genres in themselves Definitely. and. Uh, they're quite merged, aren't they? Yeah. 
Absolutely. I agree. I agree. So as we are on the podcast, let's get into the reason for you starting this podcast. Where did this idea come from? When did you start it? If you can remember that far back, what made you start Gringo and I? I mean, the, I, I had an idea for a podcast. This one, this is before, this actually before, this is actually before podcasts were even a thing. Yeah. This is when, uh, when a lot of people were using YouTube and were, were doing, uh, were doing a uh, Minecraft. Mm, right. right. So, so me and my brother, <laughs> yeah. So my brother used to play a lot of Minecraft. So but I, I'm not really a games kind of person. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I only, I only play, I only bought the Xbox to play one game. And if you're Zimbabwean, you know, like, we only bought it to play FIFA. That's the only game I recognize. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so apart from that, yeah, so because I even had the idea even starting uh, even a radio, a radio cast where, I wanted because I was very. I've always loved the idea of like, of music, making music, and all these things. Mm -hmm. but, but I didn't have that talent for music. Yeah. As but I had I had uh, I had other skill sets of management. I had skill sets of, of of thinking. Okay, if I bring this and I bring this together, so but I, I wanted to uh, start because uh, I had everything ready. I had a, I had a presentation. I. Had, I had, I had logos mm -hmm. for the company and everything, but then, then uh, what happened was, was like, it was the clash of culture back then, where now you you'd encourage your child to follow a certain path, but me, I felt, I felt a heavy a heavy burden upon upon me mm -hmm. to like to sort of choose the right thing, as in like okay, I would choose to do engineering. I would choose to, to have a strong career. Yeah. You know, so that's what, so that's why, what I chose over. So I was like, this is the passion. This is where I want to start. And over the years, I've seen people do the same thing where they've started like a sort of a, more, more of a radio cast where they've got a different artist mm -hmm. to come up here, where they've got producer and all these things. So I wanted to start not a record label as such, but a network right. of sort of distribution as in where the artist would be signed mm -hmm. to the network rather than 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 having a, a so it was more like more like an endorsement as mm -hmm. as opposed to to having to having all the legalities to saying, Yeah, I'm I have a record label. Yeah. Yeah, so that's that. That was the idea because I I sort of foresaw mm -hmm. the digital wave of of because of of people being independent artists. Or so that's why I thought like, how could I service someone independently where I don't have uh, have the sort of degree or control of managing them or managing the career or or being because that takes more effort. So I wanted to. To create that intermediary of a network right okay i want to go back a bit to what you said in terms of the 
traditional career path, you know, that's sort of expected for you to take. And it's something that is more common, I guess, within the black community where, you know, it's the doctor, it's the lawyer, it's the, the engineer. And I'll definitely have to commend you on the fact that you are still doing your thing academically, but you've also decided to venture into something that you are passionate about. Because sometimes passion does die when you're so focused on pleasing those around you and, and living up to a certain mm. standard or expectation. So I would definitely say, well done for starting the podcast. And you've you've done a couple Thank of you, um, episodes and I, I never miss... Um, <laughs> I never missed an episode, really, because every person that you have interviewed and even where you've decided to just come on and share, it's been beneficial to me. And I'm sure that it's been beneficial to others. But moving on to my next question, how has the support been for the podcast? Have people been tuning in? Have you been getting feedback? What has it been like for you? I mean, it's been it's been quite incredible because like. I thought, you know what, let me, rather than saying everyone's doing it, because by the time I had, like, I had the idea, but at the time I didn't have the, the backing, you know, as in like the confidence mm -hmm. of, of it, because I always, of, of like, yeah, just go on, go ahead and do it. So I didn't, and also when, at that time, where it was more of a, a technological thing where, Right now we can access access uh recordings studios and we can even make recordings at yeah. home like now as well. So but then it was a more of a technological limitation where you had to buy you had to buy microphones, you had to buy this, you had to yeah. buy that. And uh you, you had to have this and this and you had to have the person physically. There. Right. So now so now you know I've done a couple episodes and I've got I've got a couple episodes that I've done with people but they 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 are unreleased. So you've got them in the archives waiting. <laughs> yeah, so so but they're they're there but but what it, the problem that I, I did find was uh, my presentation skills where you know where certain episodes haven't come out the way I thought they should yeah. come out. And also time limitations right. of of people as well. So where of like we've, we've done something, then it hasn't come out correctly. But then rescheduling right. time. Yeah, but the response has been good. You know, like you know, you get the analytics and stuff like that. So I look, I look at the analytics sometimes, from time to time. But I've yeah, I've got a, I've got a strong strong. It tells you like a, a strong streaming. And and for me, what was important for me was I just didn't want to to uh, sort of send it out or promote it out as a as a thing of oh yeah well, I'm doing the podcast I'm I'm jumping but I wanted to send it to people who are know people who, will engage yeah who will engage and people who I speak to on a regular people who who we we have this con I have conversations with so that's. That that was my 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 goal. So my goal wasn't having twenty thousand yeah. listeners, or my goal wasn't uh, having having a 
having uh, gossip. Mago was more of uh, of quality and engagement. Yeah. It's it's true. I feel you on that. It's not about the popularity, is it? It's more about the impact that you make because you use mm. social media f- as an example where you see loads of people out there with thousands of followers and when it comes on to you know projects that they have they are still supported but it's not even half the number of people who follow them more because you can have loads of followers you can have loads of listeners who don't actually engage and you as the presenter sometimes correct me if i'm wrong but if that were the case we would have had loads of listeners like thousands then it would be a thing where you probably start questioning yourself if you're getting all these people coming through but not engaging because then you're going to probably ask am i doing the right thing am i actually hitting the the nail Mm -hmm. on the head that kind of Mm -hmm. thing so i feel you when you talk about you know that engagement and ensuring that you send it to people who you know will engage people who are passionate about issues like the ones that you are passionate about as well i think that's a really good way to look at it and it's very smart so yeah i agree i agree because i've been seeing a couple of people who we have mutual followers who i've seen promote your 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 episodes as well and i'm like raw like gringo is you know you go in waves so that, I've never... <laughs> <laughs> but that's good actually people are engaging at that because for me as you said you know it's uh the engagement ship is more important uh, as in uh the streams because uh you know you can have uh let's say if i was to say you're having a million a million mm-hmm. streams or a million uh let's say this was uh the, the charts so, you know, a song enters mm-hmm. the charts. Let's say it, it enters at number 50 in the top 100. Then it climbs up to the top 20 over, let's say, a week. Then it climbs up, then it picks up traction through radio yeah. play. And now it becomes the number one hit song. But then you'll be surprised after that one week where it's hit number one, it just plateaus yeah. to number yeah. 70, where the where the viewership or the engagement yeah. isn't there. And I feel it's, it's, it's like that where, where for me, it's sort of uh, when I do the podcast, it's, it's wanting to create uh, material that's evergreen. By evergreen, I mean like material that's relevant yeah. today and will be relevant 20 yeah. years or that can be archived and see or tr- seen with a trajectory to say, okay, this is what's the mindset or this is how we looked at uh, therapy or this is how we looked at mental health. This, this is how we looked at success or this is how we looked at yeah. wealth when we were, when we were, when we was Definitely. 10 years ago, but it's still relevant to us now. You know, as Jesus said, uh, we'll still have the poor True. amongst us. It's, it's about longevity, isn't it? So whatever it is that you put out, the yeah. content can be heard, as you said, 10, 20 years down the line, children, grandchildren, great-grandchildren, you know, be able to listen back and mm. say, rah, this is what was taking place in 2020, you know, that kind of thing. So, yeah. yeah, it's definitely about longevity. Great. You have also been, and you touched on it just now about mental health and therapy, you have always been transparent, um, well, for as long as I've known you. 
you've always been transparent about challenges that you've faced. If you don't mind me asking, and if it's okay for you to share, what have been some of the challenges that you have faced, you know, so far? Like if you could list a couple or, or explain one or two, what would you say have been challenges that you have faced? I mean, the most challenges that I faced uh, was, uh, you know, I'm, I don't know, not a lot of people know, know mm -hmm. this, yeah. But when I, like, I think it's, it's, it's a form of, uh, yeah, I think the most challenging where I've, where I've felt is, it's a form of fear. fear. Yeah, that's, the, that's, I think, out of, if I were to, really think mm -hmm. and everything the, the biggest hurdle for me has always been I, I, I was always I always had a fear of of dying and always have a, had a fear of 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 being abandoned and had a fear of and had a fear of not being yeah. successful I think that that's where and a lot of things where they they're interconnected where where the fear would feel would feel would um sort of uh sort of like uh fill up I mean feed guilt yeah. and feed shame. You know? And feel like, you know, sometimes when I think when I was young I used to I used to have a problem where I used to just come home and and feel like I, I, I haven't accomplished or I haven't yeah. Oh, I'm not good enough. And I used to sort of like have episodes where I would throw up, where I would just be very mm -hmm. withdrawn. Yeah. You know what? I think the fact that you've been transparent and even now you've spoken speaks volumes because I know that there are lots of people out there who can relate somewhat to what you've just spoken about. But because of the fear of... Mm speaking out about it it's actually quite depressing dare i use that word or crippling as well to mental health and mm. physical health and you know that everything is in interconnected isn't it so i think the fact that you you yeah. have acknowledged some of the challenges that you have faced some of the things that you have gone through or are probably still going through it speaks volumes. And you've also been really, really open about the role that therapy has played in your life. And even in your podcasts, you know, you always ask, I think, correct me if I'm wrong, but in most, if not all of the episodes where you've interviewed people, you sort of ask them about the importance of therapy. How important is therapy? So I'll ask you the same question leading on from you sharing about some of the challenges, namely um, fear that you've mentioned. Um, what role has therapy played in your life and how has it helped you to, to be where you are today with Gringo and I and just life in general? How important is therapy to you? I mean, you know, I, like therapy is very important uh, as in, you know, therapy is, is allowed me to to talk through mm -hmm. some things you know deal, deal with things and deal with the feelings yeah. I was feeling and uh and trying to understand where these 
these things came from and how I can sort of sort of like uh sort of like uh, have a healthy lifestyle because I used to have a to to have a, a self sort of sabotaging streak. Yeah. You know where I would where I would be I'll be at the top. But then somehow in the wake up at the bottom. You know, I'd I'd have everything. But at the same time having that, that self self sabotaging did not help me as well. So Yeah, it doesn't so, help. So and and also another thing, because I never really grew up in the era of of social media. But when I used to look at my peers on social media, you know, my age group or this or this guy I went to school with or that this and that, I used to look at them and say, wow, they're doing so well. Wow. Yeah. Wow, like, yeah. How comes I'm not there? How comes this and that? Yeah. But then at the same time, that never used to look. I never used to look at myself as, as okay, I'm doing this. I'm doing mm-hmm. that. I always used to sort of find fault within my performance. Yeah. You know, where I felt like, I think I grew up in a generation where the generation was, uh, where we were starting to have uh, multi-millionaires mm-hmm. in, in their 20s, in their teens. You know, where where these thing, this things were happening around us. Be like, oh yeah, this guy has just become... Or this guy is this and that, and and it didn't it didn't really help in regards to that. Where 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 I thought if I was a billionaire or if I was a millionaire, I would have this, I would have this, I would have, I'd have access to this, or I'd uh, or my life would be this, or I can do this. Yeah, you know, and 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 but I didn't I didn't quite see that trajectory. Of, of the things that I had accomplished, right? You know, because me, I don't really. I feel I'm not a person. Before therapy, I wasn't a person. I didn't really think of myself as smart. I just thought of myself as someone who's just there. Yeah, you know, just taking up space and co co coexisting amongst the world. But I didn't really look at myself and say, "Oh, I've achieved this. Yeah. I've, I've done that." Whereas a lot of people I know, like most people I know, like I don't need, I feel like I don't want to brag, but most people I know don't have three degrees. Yeah, that's true. You know, that's true. <laughs> I didn't realize that until like most people, most people I know cannot do certain things I, I can do. Yeah. So I started realizing that. Started, so with that, so I mean, I had, I had self-confidence, mm-hmm. but the self-confidence was misplaced. It was masked with insecurities. It was a self-confidence that was masking something else. You know, it was it was it was more of a what 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 they call it like uh you know when when they say when they say let's say uh you know when they I'm trying to think of the word now where it was sort of like I was doing things over overcompensating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it was it was an overcompensation of other things where I I had to 
grow and develop where I had where less in other in because other, I realized that I was emotionally stunted. Yeah, I was emotionally, I was I was emotionally immature. Mm -hmm. So I had to grow in that in that aspect, and that's what therapy allowed me to do. Right. It allowed me to grow emotionally. I, I now I, I'm more emotionally mature. I can I can see things more clear. I can I can I can sort of you know as they say uh, cut through the woods. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I think that's what how therapy has been made, played a pivotal role where. And now can I'm now more I'm performing better. Right. Where my performance is actually peaked, where I can where I can foresee trouble, where I can foresee certain things, where I can where I can where I have clarity in judgment, mm -hmm. where I'm not allowing anxiety, or where I'm not allowing to be stressed, where I'm not allowing myself to but to go through that the the techniques and the tools that I have in my in my in my arsenal belt. So when problems arise, I know okay, stop, think. Yeah. You know, go through the pro go through the problem. Analyze the problem. Okay. Then have then have a detailed plan on how I'm gonna tackle the problem. Great. So you've led perfectly into the next bit of questions then that I have to ask. You've just touched on problems. And again, going back to the level of transparency that you have, you have shared, you know, an incident that took place at work. Yeah. And it was a very unfortunate incident especially yeah, because yeah. of the time that we're in now. Do you mind yeah, giving the people a summary, maybe just a yeah. minute or two of walking us through what you had to go through at work? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, this this was the thing, you know, when I was saying to myself, you know, when I when I was, uh, you know, hinting the, the whole free gringo and uh, the whole sort of... Uh, because I, like, I'm not allowed to. As a black man, sometimes when you go to work, you feel unappreciated. You feel unvalued. You know, I used to see my the other peers, the other black guys I used to work, and they used to. I'm not gonna lie here. Yeah. I used to do work. You know, you, you turn up to work, you you do your role, you play your role. But I used to see other people where where I'm not. I'm not. I could admit and say, you know what, this guy works twice as hard mm -hmm. as me. Or this guy is putting more effort twice as I am. I can see it. You know, when you can you can you know when you can see someone at work, you know, who who wants to be there, who loves being there, someone who's a team player, yeah. someone of a team. But then when you see things like this here, but then they're not getting recognition. Yeah. But then you see someone, you know, who doesn't really who doesn't who 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 have who has who has more off days than good yeah. days? Where where the performance is like it plateaus at times. Mm -hmm. Then then you get then you see them they get for 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 that one day or for that one week where the performance is great. Yeah. You know you get that. 
then you see the encouragement, the love, the whole, how oh, you're doing well. Mm-hmm. You know, you see, you see, but but for me, this this the, there was a definite white and black divide. Yeah. Where where the where it was an exception of exceptional rule of if you're black you have to work twice as hard. You know what? I think it's a universal rule, you know, because black people mm-hmm. are all over. And I think I never really used to think about it growing up in Jamaica, but coming here, I can definitely mm. relate somewhat to what you've touched on, you know, the black and white divide, because it does exist. And for those people who are probably still yet to catch on to what we're talking about, we're going to call it for what it is. We're going to be talking about mm. racism for a little bit, because mm. it's sort of the order of the day, isn't it? It's what we see on social media. It's what we see on the news it's what we see in our neighborhoods it's what we hear our brothers and sisters um going through in all parts of the world um black people are disproportionately like i can't even begin to put it into words the level of of anxiety that comes with being black let me start with that do you think do you think that being black causes anxiety for others man that's why i go to therapy that's like like i'm i'm gonna lie yeah the problems that i have yeah yeah 70 percent of them in therapy i just i just about me being black i've noticed like certain things yeah when i speak to my therapy or therapist when i go there and, and i'm there chatting to her most of the things I talk about, it's not about my childhood. It's not about, it's not about, oh yeah, this happened yeah. to me. Or, you know, it's, you know, where people think like therapy, therapy is some insightful, you have to have some insightfulness or you have to have, like, you have to be like pinpointing. Yeah. I mean, I think at the age yeah, of it's three, not always about, I, I, yeah. I, 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 I fell into a pond. Yeah. And ever since then, like, you know, it's not, <laughs> most of that time, you know, you, you you have that, but then that's just that's just that's just a small part. But most of most of the time when you're in therapy or when you go to therapy, you are dealing with things that are happening now or happening to you yeah. now. So it's it's more for for revolving of okay, you know, you can you can explore that, okay, I get I get angry or because you know this and that. But then once let's say once you've explored that and you've healed from that, then what? You know, you know, it's it's always that then what like but then but most of the time it's it's about having solving the problems that are happening to you. And as a black person, it seems like problems happen to you more often on a weekly basis that are out, out of your control. You know, you, you I feel like I was listening to I forgot who said this here, but you're saying that there's a such a disease called black black paranoia. Mm. Where you where you can't sit comfortably, where you let's say you're in a bus or you're in a restaurant. I remember going out with uh, but anyways, uh, we, we won't go yeah. into details. But I remember going out with a, with a particular let's just call him particular yeah. person. So I went I went out with this particular person. You know, we were with we yeah, I went out to a to a restaurant, but she felt so uncomfortable. Yeah. We went to this restaurant was like you had, you had to go down mm. down the stairs and it was like sort of in a basement 
but when we went down there, everyone was white and everyone, like the room yeah. went silent and looked at us. And I was like, yo, what's, she was like, yo, what's mm-hmm. going on? You know, it was like a split second where people stopped talking and started talking again. It happens. And it happens because not only does being black cause anxiety for us as black people, <laughs> but it does give non-black people anxiety as well. And it is strange because we as black people have gone through, are going through, and let's mm. face it, will go through more challenges because of the color of our skin. And I am not in any way dismissing or undermining the experiences of people from other backgrounds or other races, but I, I I don't know. You know what? Yeah, I think I think that disclaimer is 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 yeah. unwarranted because because you know what it is. Yeah, because it's 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 okay for us as as a people to we're forced in a way as to understand your yeah. feelings. You know your your feelings as as uh, as uh, let's say as British or as Caucasian as the, we're we're forced to learn your history. We're forced to understand mm. where you come from. We're forced to understand certain things. You know certain nuances where someone would tell you like more. I know people yeah who've never been to who've never been to England, but they know more about England than they know about the it's country true. they live in. It is true. It is absolutely true, and it goes you know, back to colonialism. It goes so, back to slavery. It goes back to all the the interactions between, you know, I don't like the term first world or developed countries, and um, mm. their interaction with underdeveloped or developing countries. And I mean, if we were to go mm. into that, maybe we'll have to do a part two, bro. But that will take another day. <laughs> For us to unpack <laughs> everything because it's something yeah, that we're no, both no, that's, quite that's passionate much, about. Yeah. But it's true. There's anxiety, mm. as you've touched on. And how would you say that racism has, you know, what effect has it had on on your mental health? I mean, I mean, you know, like, like, you know, going back to the question you asked me, you know, about uh, the the workplace, yeah. you know, what happened, like. There was in, there was racist incidents mm-hmm. that happened. There were three racist incidents that happened, but I'm not going to go into detail on on mm-hmm. the three racist incidents because I I feel like if I go into detail, I have to try to I have to justify why mm-hmm. I think they're racist. But I'm telling yeah. you they're racist. You know, I'm letting you know they're racist, so we don't need to go into detail because if I it's just it's just like uh, the whole. Anti-Semitism, yeah, thing, yeah. It's like some people, like you know what's happening to Jeremy mm-hmm. Corbyn right now or whatever. But some people may say, well, he's out of hand or he's this and that. But no one is asked. No one, no one. People are having this debate, but no one is asked a Jewish person or that the Jewish people come. They, they've come and said, "Yo, look, we don't, we don't accept this. This is anti- yeah. anti-Semitism." You know, there's no oh, nuances or, or you know, we you know when when someone I had I had this weird experience here. But shout shout out to my but I have to I have to I have to I have to shout out to my boy. Shout out yeah. to my boy Cass. 
But shout out to my guy. So we went went King's King's Cross here. And uh, we met these American girls. And uh, we were there vibes in whatever, whatnot. And these times, one of the girls said, nigga. <laughs> I was there, I started, I was like, what? <laughs> nah, but then she was like, nah, nah. It's the, but it's, imagine this here. There's there's three girls. There's two white girls and one white girl. They come from, they've come mm-hmm. from Washington. And they're going to... Uh, to King's College uh, University, yeah, university here, and and, and well, that there, well, man, just there vibes. In. And these times, uh, she she just dropped it like like it was blase, like like it was like, you know, when you when you're on the phone, you just say you'll be like, "Hello, my guy, yeah. how are you doing?" Like she dropped it like that. I was like, "What's mm-hmm. going on here?" But then imagine, yeah, we were there, where there sort of disagreement on that. Like a little, like, oh, like, are you okay? Yeah. Like, you know where you are, kind of thing. But then it was a black girl who come out and, and it was like, was like, was like, you know, nah, it's cool, blah, blah, blah. And they tried to explain to us, imagine yeah, this black girl, yeah, co-signing this two white girls and what they're saying is like, nah, but in America, like, you know, if mm-hmm. you say nigger, it's cool. But if you say nigger, there is like, no oh my different. goodness um there is no so, so acceptable so, way to i can't even I, say the word there is no acceptable way I to say so, it i i was i was astounded by by yeah. this revelation but but what i'm saying is yeah see when 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 it's a certain community when they say mm-hmm. it's racist it's racist when we say it's anti-semitic yeah. it's anti-semitic no doubt no no excuses so for me, that's I think that's why I won't go into it. But what I felt was I felt unprotected. I felt like like I can't be here no more. If you if I'm telling you that I feel I feel I feel threatened, yeah. I feel attacked because I can't be here because of my own safety. Because you know, there's a saying is yeah, you can't once you say something to someone yeah, you can't control yeah, how can't they're gonna react. It, that's true. You know. So, yeah. so you have to be mindful because, because if someone were to slap you, let's say if I was to, to have done something yeah. in one of the incidents, if I had to slap someone or if I had to, if I had to start shouting, going berserk or walk out and say, yeah, this and that, how would that look upon me? See, see this, this is the clever yeah. mind games that, that, that racism is played out in this country. There would, there would, they would not. They would not take you serious here. They will. They will blame mm-hmm. your reaction over what what happened. They'll say, "Well, yeah, he was. You know, he was racist, but this is assault. Yeah. Or you did this, or you shouldn't have walked out, or you shouldn't have came to work. I remember there was a time where I didn't come yeah. to work for two weeks. They phoned me on that day. Are you coming to work? I said, "Nah, man, I ain't coming to work." And they try and they try to. Do you know what they did? Instead of of asking how, why I'm not coming to work, and I told them, "Yo, look, like yeah. you man are racist, straight up, you're racist." But I, I don't mince my words. I told them, man. I emailed them, man. I even emailed them, telling them where, the, where, and how, yeah. why I feel they're racist. And you know what? They emailed me. Yeah. <laughs> they 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 emailed me saying why I didn't. 
they emailed me back asking why I didn't come to work. Come to work after feeling unprotected and and being threatened is wow. I said I feel I feel fearful of my reaction because if anything happens, then then the whole imagine this guy did not even this guy went to lambast me about yeah I'm yeah. I'm lazy this and that but yeah I'm I'm unreliable but this guy did not in the whole email this guy did not actually did not actually respond to all that imagine this was yeah. a five hundred word email just on. On on this this guy, he did not he did not respond to the issues that that exist to to the issues like this guy, sub like just stepped all over them and said, oh yeah no but you you're lazy. It's like what so what you're yeah. now you're stereotyping me. You know what's interesting like, what? when black people speak about racism and feeling as though they have been discriminated against, especially within the confines of work or, or school, some non-Black people will take it as, okay, they're just being extra. And, you know, in this country, and when I say this country, in the UK, there's a huge thing about antisocial behaviour where, and mm. I will use this as... um. You know, white British people, for example, they're quite big on antisocial behavior. And, you know, they all will um, sometimes they'll use this term, oh, I feel threatened. And no one is saying that you're not threatened by whatever it is that you're going through. X and out race. Let's say it's not involving a black person. I'll, I'll touch on that after. But mm -hmm. when someone were to say then, you know, this person is being antisocial or I feel threatened or I feel attacked there is a greater response to them as the white person. But when it comes on to black people saying the same thing, it's always more technical. And it shows the, the covert racism, the covert discrimination, the institutional racism, and all of that that exists because people will be quicker to respond sometimes or most times to a white woman or a white man saying, you know, I've been attacked or I feel threatened, right? And that's just generally speaking. Mm. Now let me specify to say when some of these instances do occur where they're saying, oh, I feel attacked or I'm, I'm scared for my safety. Sometimes, you know, there's just a, a black guy sitting there with a hoodie on or just um, a person, a black person expressing how they feel and then they turn mm. that into seeing it as a, as aggression and stuff like that. I don't know if you see where I'm coming from, but it's the hypocrisy. Well, shout out to Karen, man. Shout out to, to, to this new yeah. phenomenon called uh, Karen. But I've, I've been done in saying it's hypocrisy it, yeah. that exists. Why like, can't we be given the same, mm. you know, attention and be treated with the same level of urgency? You don't get benefit of that doubt because... Mm, it, you don't get benefit of that doubt. Do you know why? Because black pain does not yeah. exist in these people's eyes. Black people are, they have been groomed over years to say that this is, you know, the thing is uh, where where they, they 
where you demonize and dehumanize someone, mm. you can treat them however. So you, for them to get away with this behavior, they had to groom. Because if, let's say, yeah. there's no black or white, yeah? If you were to see someone someone sort of getting beat up or someone getting accosted or someone, you know, the thing is that uh, you'd be, you'd be like, what? You'd be, you'd be like, oh, but then if you were told, oh no, they don't feel pain or this and that, or they 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 they're not like you. That you it's don't true. care, you know. You don't care. So, but I think that that's it. Because even another, like another thing, you know, going back to this work situation, I felt yeah, this 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 is what really this is really what 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 really made me resign or think on the spot yeah. and say no, man, I can't be doing this to myself. I can't. I can't. I have to stand up for myself. I I can't fight. I can't fight the whole establishment. I can't fight the whole company. Yeah. I can't fight everyone. But I know, I know if I leave and say, and leave and tell everyone I'm mm-hmm. leaving because you lot are racist. Like the, you yeah. have won. The racist have won. You know, like where, 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 I, where I say, where I'm, I'm no longer accepting eating your, your, your dry mm-hmm. Jacobs crackers. You know. If I put it in that way, <laughs> but you know what happened was uh, the, the, in the incident where I went to to a manager and said to a manager, "Yo, look, this is this and that has happened to me, blah blah blah," and such and such has witnessed this, and that, and imagine they witnessed this thing happening, yeah, and they even told told me said, "Yeah, you know what, that wasn't right. Yeah, they, they shouldn't have done that." But when the manager came in, you're quiet me, yeah, about it. They, they, they were quiet. They said, I did not see anything. Because they're protecting anything. themselves. I was talking about it? something else. That, that's, the, that's the thing. I was like, I was like that's, that's, when I, that's when I found out, yeah. And I, I'd been telling these people because it's not the first time I've been saying free gringo yeah. and saying about the work situation, yeah. I'd been telling these people, I said, the fight, because I told them about what happened, the first incident, the second incident, they're all sympathetic. But I said to them, you're not ready for the fight. You're not ready. When I say, okay, we're gonna if it was if it was let's say some mm. someone it was in a homophobic attack, yeah. they'll do more more things. But the fight is there was when I was telling them, I said, You're not ready. You yeah. this fight is bigger than me, this fight is bigger than you. When it comes to it, yeah, you don't understand the fight. You're not ready to you don't want to understand the fight. You're not ready to walk up. When it comes yeah. to it's not about it's not about a paycheck. For me, yeah. I don't care about the money. I don't want your money, in fact, because I know your money is riddled in in in, in race in racism. In so, by me accepting your mm. money, I'm accepting the racist conditions that you have set upon me. I'm accepting. I'm yeah. I am a willing participant. So, because if something happens, or if uh, another black man is or black woman is racially attacked or racially or something happens, yeah. I am being paid to be silent because I'm accepting the money. Because it? by accepting the money, I'm, I'm, yeah, they are buying my silence. I because they say they're saying to me, you need the job yeah. more than than you need to say something. You know, so if the money, so that's what I'm saying to them. They were not ready. No one. If this is something yeah. where you have to be ready in your heart. You have to take the consequences because this is what they will do. They will, 
they will withdraw things away from you. They will withdraw resources from you. The moment you start talking about, start talking this and that, this is when they start withdrawing resources. They start doing these things to you. Imagine after after this racism incident, after these things, yeah, yeah. I, I had uh, worked as a plenary for for, <laughs> and this guy tried to say to me, "I came too late for mm-hmm. work to work five minutes late." And I spoke to yeah. him. I said to him, "I just forgot to clock in." You, I, I even spoke to you when I came to work. Was they know I come to work thirty minutes early? Like I'm always at work thirty minutes early. Like it's a thing where they can't. They, they can never say to me, oh, this guy's late. I come to work 30 minutes early every time. I talk to them, I hang out, I do whatever. Then I get ready, prepare myself to 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 be in that work mood. You know? I spoke to this guy for a good 20 minutes. Like, this guy yeah. tried to accuse me for being five minutes late, I said. I said, boy, yeah. you know what? I must be smoking crack. <laughs> and there must be some good crack out yeah. here. Or, or I, I'm in denial. That I'm smoking crack, but for me it was it was that whole thing where they don't they yeah. don't understand the flight the plight of it, where even certain even by even certain certain of the brothers that were working there I tried to explain to them, and and the and the same thing they yeah. said to me was 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 financial, was yeah I need the money this and I said well it's not about the money, it's about the institution mm. you're still taking money from these people and you wanna complain. About how they're racist, but you're saying, not doing oh, yeah, anything to, doing to this, doing that. Well, we raise know, the awareness, see, right? But you're mm. not doing anything. You're accepting the money. You are accepting the money. Like that's that. That was. I think that's my argument in most of these things. Here, is that we can't beat racism because we actively participate in the institutionalization mm. of racism in itself, where we are taking money from these people where where we are co-signing because because we say sometimes we say oh yeah we need someone in the inside or we need someone to be there or if someone that if how how would i be able to feed where that's how they've underpinned that that thing where Mm -hmm. you can march blm outside but if you want to start chatting blm in your work office in your work area where they tell you where they where they say we don't talk politics we don't talk religion and we don't talk yeah finances in the workplace you know where that that steeped where they've put that 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 uh culture in the workplace where these things are not but what's are not allowed to be talked about freely is that, mm. in this country again i can only speak for the uk um there are protected characteristics and they say, okay, on the grounds of race and on the grounds of um, sexual orientation and the grounds of class, gender, um, disability, and so on, you, you know, are protected, you know, that's why they're protected characteristics. Um, you mm. are more than able to speak out about these things and to report these instances where you've been discriminated against and also religion i'm not sure if i'd mentioned religion but it's interesting because there's a thin line you can't speak about political issues but race isn't even about politics it's literally about identity isn't it 
it's about identity and when it comes down to religion mm. i get it but at the same time there's that contradiction then if you're saying oh we don't speak about religion but then you're saying your religion is 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 protected i i i i have always found it difficult to to see the the relevance in some of these work policies because at the end of the day some of these policies override the law and it just shows the mm. the covert racism that exists the covert discrimination that exists not just racism but just blatant discrimination as well and it's it's strange like i, I can't mean, even I fathom mean, it know, really like as you yeah yeah because it's what you're saying there yeah i'd like I, me I, me i'm not even gonna talk this pc talk here but i'd like to say yeah sexual orientation mm. and religion are things that you can mask or are things that you you can hide but you cannot hide the, the fact exactly it's down to identity of so your identity color of skin. you, you are. cannot hide your shape and yeah. and and it's being politicized you know you you know the, religion of course you can politicize religion easy you can say well I'm a Catholic or I'm I'm a Protestant. I believe in this. I, I don't believe in that. Or I'm I'm Muslim. I, well, I don't believe in this, you know. But with with your and and with religion and with your with things, you over time you can change your viewpoint. You can say, oh yeah, I used to believe this, True. but now I believe that. You know, but with race, you can't <laughs> say, well, I used to be black. But now I'm white. It's oh, true. I used to it's be true. Chinese. It's skin deep. You know, it's skin deep. <laughs> I used to be Chinese, but now, 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 now it's I'm black. It's skin deep I'm identity. So, would you say, just to wrap up this section, mm. would you say that education is the key in addressing these things, and? also black people standing up and being consistent and being vocal about their experiences do you think those are ways in which we can attack for for use of a better word but attack the the racism that exists head on do you think those are are great you know tools to keep in mind you know educating people where they have demonstrated racist actions and also being vocal as a black person being consistent do you think those are ways in which we can attack this racism thing yeah i mean for me like uh, mm -hmm. i can only speak for my for my own personal character because for me i i had to sort of sit back and understand because i i put in my resignation on the same day of the same when that same thing happened and I went and spoke to my manager and said, Yo, look, yeah. this this is unacceptable. I can't be working here. I can't be working under these working conditions. Like like, well, I can't be working under accusations or, 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 or of of stereotypes as well. You know, so so I, I I can't I can't be in an environment where I feel where I feel like that. And where I feel like there's not gonna be no change, even though, even though I'm not gonna lie, the manager said to 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 educate educate us this and I said no, like there is not gonna be no change mm -hmm. because this is this is a this is a structured thing, you know. They 
they they isn't you know where 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 i even complained about uh another i even complained about another what's it called uh another employee this guy was uh there mm-hmm. and he was and he was spreading hate speech on facebook you know he was spreading hate speech uh for black people uh yeah i mean anti-semitic messages as well and I said, yo, look, this guy is disseminating hate speech and this guy, they're making jokes about this. But like when it comes to yeah. work, I'm supposed to be pali-pali with this guy and be like, oh, yeah, you know, what What you do in your spare time, you know, it's, it's okay. No, it's not because this is your character. This is your, this is the character. This is the kind of things that your people you're employing. So if you, if you cannot fire these people and make an example of these people and say, yo, look, even if it's your free time in your home and you're posting these things on Facebook and you're actively involved in these things, then, I mean, I had, I had one employee come to me mm. as well and say, yeah, look, I, I hate black people. He said, yeah, I'm a racist. He said, yeah, I'm a racist. I just, I just, I, 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 I like, yeah, I just hate, I just, I just despise black people. I just can't stand black people. He's like, he's, he's, I just come here to work and like, man, I can't in believe, this day and age, someone can walk up to and, you and, and say, and see that, yeah, so the culture itself allows that. If you're having a company where you're, 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 you're a culture where it allows, allows someone to feel comfortable. I'll never feel comfortable to say certain things. I'm not going to lie because I know, I know that, that, that that'll be the end of, my career yeah. that'll be actually that'll be the end of my life in this country if i was if i was just to to start spewing certain things and uh mm. but look for example look at this guy abu hamza abu hamza right now this guy they've disappeared this guy out of face out of the earth this guy is in is in a, in a, in a cell somewhere in america where where he's ne- is mm. he hasn't seen daylight he, he lives in a concrete bed where the light is always constantly on. This guy, so, so that's what I'm saying. That the hate speech, it's okay to have hate speech against black people, but if you start having hate speech against certain groups, or or even 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 trying to say, well, yeah, like yeah, he starts to get get a bit technical. Where where I feel, I feel I felt like even if they. But they, I'm not gonna lie, they offered me. They offered me. Yeah. The manager, I'm not gonna lie, yeah, offered me quite a lot. They did offer me quite a lot, but I got to the point where, where as, as you said before, I, it's I not want about to be things. being I compensated, to especially if you know the reason behind the compensation. Because if it was a thing where the matter was addressed, and mm. you know things were dealt with from the top down would it have been a bit better but it was more about mm. you being compensated to to shut up to to be quiet there's a difference as well isn't there mm, i mean yeah. i wanted what what, what yeah. i wanted uh, they could not give me i wanted zero tolerance i didn't want i didn't want education i didn't want uh to 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 say yeah you know we're gonna we're gonna send out pamphlets we're gonna send out we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna do. But I've been, 
I've been to these uh corporate corporate events where where we go where we go to where they take you for for team training bonding this and that I've been to these days and these days you know what mostly happens in these days people go and people in the yeah. you yeah. prosecco most of the time people get drunk on prosecco <laughs> this is what happens like no one cares like people are just seeing it as a day as a day where you're not at work where where it's, it's yeah. like I put air quotes here where it's training but it's not really training people people we're just going for brunch yeah. and prosecco like that. that's it like just just say that just don't, don't say training like I've, I've been to like I know how cooperation works. I've been to and these days. It I've doesn't been to help. What you like, need is actual zero things, tolerance, which you know they say that they they endorse, but it's definitely that's not what, not the case. Mm. I, 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 I want someone to lose their job, and me me walking out before I walked out. Yeah, I put my resignation. Yeah, and I used to tell them every day. Every, anyone who could listen to me. Used to tell them, yo, I'm leaving. They'll come to me and say, yeah. Why are you leaving? I heard we're leaving. Said, I'm leaving mm-hmm. because of this racism. Because you, you, are, you lot are racist. Yeah. You're chasing me out of a job, but I can't, I can't stand this. Yeah. I'm going home angry. I'm going home frustrated. <laughs> she would have, have to be a good wife, listener. <laughs> she will have a wife, to be. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine, like, see, 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 when you're black here, yeah, certain things, yeah, I'm not. But I'm gonna say something here, yeah, which is, yeah. which which is gonna sound so controversial, yeah. But you have to you have to follow mm. the thought pattern. These things lead to domestic violence because if you are a man, you're a black man, you're being undertreated, you're being this, then you go home, you have an argument with your wife, it is. then you push your wife, then this and that. That's domestic violence. So you by you actually going to work here, yeah, you. And by them treating you like this, yeah, these are the, yeah. you know, when you, when they, where they call them mitigating yeah. factors of why were you behaving like this? This is one of the mitigating factors. Be like, okay, I was, I was, a, oh, yeah. I, I was going to work. I was, I was treated less than I was being dehumanized. I was expected to do things that I can't do possibly, or they can't do, but because I'm That's black, true. I've got superpowers and I'm supposed to work twice as hard with no, with with no with no or oh, thank you for staying behind or oh, thank you like you yeah. know doing being asked to do things that are unrealistic meeting targets that are unrealistic that no one can can meet even they ask them can you do this so the frustration the pent upness then you're coming home and your wife your wife your wife if you married a black woman your wife is going through the same thing as well you're both coming home you're feeling un, un, unvalued, dehumanized, and then you get home mm. and there's the littlest problem that you have. That's true. So that just leads to the um, the impact of, of racism on your life in general. You touched on domestic violence, and of course, we don't condone domestic violence. Mm. But it causes domestic but violence. Racism causes, causes suicidal thoughts. I'm saying it. I'm saying it like with one of the one of the one of the major issues of of, of if you're in a black partnership, r- if you racism is one of the causing mm. one of the major causes. There's so of, many. Uh, there's violence, so many um, things that come out of um, experiencing racism. You've touched on, you know, strained relationships, um, domestic violence. It also goes on to 
you know, self-harming, mm. it goes on to mental health on a whole, it goes on to physical health, mm. because stress can give you high blood pressure. Come on, black people, we know how it is within our within our our, our, our communities, you understand. Right. So there's so many things that, you know, non-black people, white people um, are not able to understand that, you know, there are ripple effects to you actually treating us a particular way or not taking the time. And I will say this as well. Someone I know quite well said it to me. It's not my job to educate black, um, not black people. It's not my job to educate white people. You know, they always say, oh, tell me this or, or, or educate mm. me. And I think what he said was, it's not my job to educate you. Like when it comes on to other topics and other things happening around and other protected groups and other you know situations you can go on google you can watch documentaries you can do all the research that you want but when it comes on to to me why is it that you can't educate yourself you know you have all these team leadership meetings and everything where you're educating people why can't you educate yourself and i sat and i said wow that's actually deep because mm. the information is there the information mm -hmm. is there and if you do want first-hand experience that's that's okay but don't give it to us as a burden for us to have to educate you on every single thing as well and for a while it kind of sat on my mind and i was saying hmm don't educate but how can they be educated and then i said google is free <laughs> and you know these there are movies there are black mm. movies there are documentaries that exist that you can educate yourself. And if there's something that you genuinely don't understand and you would love clarity on, you come with your facts and you say, Kimani or, or Gringo, you know, please like, let me know, let me understand. And there are people like I've been in, in, in work situations where there are some white people who are overly conscious of the things that they say because of the experiences that they've had. You know, they'll say, you know, I didn't mean to, to do this or I didn't mean to say that. And then there are those who just don't care. <laughs> they just don't care. Nah, you know what it is, yeah. Like, but I personally, this is what I say, yeah. Yeah. I put you in a bracket of you don't care. Because if you, if all of yeah. you, yeah, like, I'm not, I'm generalizing now, yeah. Put you in a bracket because if, if you're if you're not ready to because these things uh, these mm -hmm. things racism is underpinned by basic economics. If you're not ready, like when I the same thing I was saying earlier when I was saying to this to to this to this person, yes, but this person this person is comes comes across as woke. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm I'm here for for equality. I'm here for balance. If you're not ready to stop receiving that paycheck, you can walk away from the paycheck and say, well, yeah. if you're doing this to this person, I don't want your money. It's the same thing as it's the same thing as handling blood diamonds. Because you are underpin you are accepting yeah. that it doesn't affect you because of your white privilege. You know, so it doesn't affect you. But if you but if you then you see you see it's affecting other people, but you're still gaining from it, 
um, and but your and your but you've got you've got time to to write up a banner to or to go to the BLM marches. But I, yeah. I say, but stop going to work. Stop working for these people. Because you are you are a you you are a commodity. Like people don't realize that, yeah. that each yeah. individual is a commodity. You're a resource. You know, like when you go to work, yeah. They'll work, they'll want you to be at work for your mind. They don't want you there because you've got a nice personality or this and that. Oh yeah. No, they're they're exploiting your mind. That's what they do to these young engineers. That's what they do to all these all these uh, young software developers, app developers. They're there, they put you in a they give you a nice cubicle, a nice little salary. But they're making millions. Look at like like how how these companies like Google facebook function they're just there they just compatibilize engineers that's what they do and they, they exploit exploit your your mind they exploit your creativity and they will pay you decently they'll say oh yeah we're paying you to we're paying you fifty thousand we're paying you a hundred thousand we're paying you 250 they'll give you a title or your your senior developer or your they'll give you some fancy titles here that even if you were to tell someone, you'd be like, they'll be like, wow, wow, wow. But if you really look at it, it's you're just a commodity, you're just a resource to them. You're just another. F- but if you were to take yourself out of that situation and say, no, I won't be, I won't be the financial resource that you need to to create profit. That's where you where you hurt these companies. That's where you yeah. start hurting change. You say, look, I'm not turning up to work. I'm walking out with this guy, you know, it is a, because the white people make the majority. So, so when I walked out my job, a lot of people told me, now nah, you're crazy. You're, you're like, you haven't impacted anything. You haven't changed anything. No, but I walked out, out of not yeah. wanting my abilities to be exploited, not wanting myself as a commodity, as a resource to someone exactly. to make profit and- because they're making profit out of me by me going yeah. to work i'm a i'd also add to I'm say that you're walking you. out that as well not wanting to be exploited but as your as your as your you know abilities you know but also mental exploitation you know if you had stayed and you said you know what let me stay for the money mm. yeah you'd be getting money or whatever but what about your mental health? What effect would that have? You'd be exploited mentally, wouldn't you? Mm. But you know what? Like, but it, 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 it would hurt me because I know, yeah, that I, yeah, that I, I know I would have definitely sold out, man. You know, I know, like, I know yeah. I would have, like, this for me it was equivalent mm-hmm. to selling my soul to the devil for a cheap price. Because I mean, I mean, I'm gonna like this. This is even controversial to say, yeah. But if if I say it's this year, if I'm making a business deal, yeah, even with the devil, yeah, yeah, I would like the best option. I would like the best price for my soul. You know, I wouldn't want to sell my soul for for cheaply, like for for for. Boy, mm. I, I would ask the devil, boy, why don't I you give you me the same yeah. offer you gave Jesus? You know, like, you know, like, like. Am I not that? Is is my life or my soul not that worth to you yeah. that you, 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 I can sell it for cheap. You know, 
So I, I see, I see, you know, I see valuing myself. You know, as as Jesus so as Jesus so valuing yeah. himself and said, "Boy, you can give me all that kingdoms. You can, boy, boy, I, I, yeah. I value like this is nothing to me. You're tempting me with less." So that's that's how I felt, like, you know, like, but I feel, I yeah. feel like Jesus, just another, just you know another what? black man just getting persecuted by the system, you know. Good on Being you for actually things. standing up for what you believe in and not succumbing to to the pressure of, of being hushed. And you've spoken and you've alluded to it throughout this um this session. You've spoken about, you know, Jesus and and God and you know the devil and everything and I know you and I know the journey that you are on spiritually how does spirituality so your mm. faith let me make it more specific because you know sometimes there's spirituality but more specific to your belief system your faith how has your faith in God played a role in who you mm. are and how has that helped you throughout all the experiences that you've had, all the challenges that you've had? How important is faith to you? I mean, it's it's important because the first thing when I saw the, I mean, I, this this is just half half of the story. Yeah. Like, there's other things that were going on in the background as well. On top on top of these things happening, there were other things as well that we're 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 sort of we're sort of like we're sort of like circumventing certain certain situations for for them to happen to for for me and but i i could see this i said nah man i could see i could see i could explain it as this year once i stopped remember i, I keep on saying this year I was in the car with the devil. Yeah. I was, I, but I was right. I was ready to ride for the devil. You know, it's like uh it's like that 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 movie scene where, in uh, yeah, oh, what's it called? Boys uh, in the hood, where where that guy's brother gets killed and Ice Cube is telling the man, "Yo, look, we're gonna, we're about to ride out. We're about to jump in the car and we're about to go do this, do this thing." Right, but the guy, the guy jumps in the car. But it's been so. So I felt like this is the metaphor for me. I've been in the journey, you know. I've been in the journey with them guys. I'm ready to ride out. I was ready to ride out anytime. You call me anytime on the night, day, whatever. But I was ready. Like that's how I felt. That's how I felt for for me the relationship I had, you know, where I was ready, ready to do things without without thinking of consequences. Was ready to do to do things or sin or or whatever you may call it. Yeah, I was ready to do all of these things, but but once I I woke up, you know, once I woke up, you know, finding going church, finding my spirituality again, and 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 having that connection with God. But once I woke up and I and I and I and I was uh, what's it called, coming out of that car. So I'm at a stage right now, yeah, where I've opened the door. I'm coming out of the car. I'm saying, yo, look, man, I can't I can't ride with you, yeah. man, no more. I can't. I can't keep on doing this. It's not healthy. Like I see the consequences ahead. Like that guy saw the consequences where where the character played by Ice Cube ended up dying yeah. the next two weeks out of a revenge shooting. So 
people where the cycle was like, yeah, the cycle was vicious at the time. He got revenge. He satisfied his uh, thing. Got the whatever. Yeah. But you know, he ended up losing his life. So, what did he gain? He didn't gain anything for, for, for being. So that's that's where I started realizing these things. I said, I don't yeah. gain anything for from doing these things. I don't. I don't. I don't particularly like. So there's consequences to to these actions. There's consequences. You know, even even to say, but even to say, yo, yeah. Like, I mean, because of COVID now, you, no one can can do these things. Like, let's let's go up, let's go up yeah. to the bar, let's go out to these things. We we go out to the bar, we get drunk or something. But then something something happens, like we end up in a fight or or even nothing happens. But then it's the consequences yeah. of the morning where you're waking up, you got a hangover, you can't do much, and you've missed the whole day that you won't get back. So, so for me. I, I could, I, my spiritually, yeah. I could sense the spiritual attacks that were happening to me, because these things, this, I never had a problem with these things until one month. Yeah. A lot of things just start happening to me, just bizarre things, bizarre events, where I, where I was getting called by this, by this person, where I was getting, where, 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 where my job was in the balance at one point. Where I, I like certain yeah. things I can't really speak speak too too tough about yeah, but where things were just like happening around me, like I'm there, I'm thinking to myself, okay, so I've come, I'm coming out the car now, I'm coming out the car, and and the passengers who are in the car with me, are trying to snare me back, are trying to lure me back and say, yo, look, man, stay in the car. Stay in the car, like what are you doing? So, so by by me by me having that, I think it takes courage and strength to say, yeah, yeah now you know I'm, I'm I'm coming out, man. See that scene, yeah. A lot of people don't realize that scene, that strength and courage when you've been in that situation to say, yeah. your look, I'm coming out. It's a different people. People don't people don't talk about bravery, courage, and this. No, that's not courage. Certain things that people do, yeah. but that that scene is the ultimate test of courage. Of of what my peers, what would my peers would say? What 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 yeah. what is the roads gonna say? What are the people? What are the mandem gonna say? What when they hear this? You know that yeah, he walked out, but but that guy walked out, walked out in his life. Yeah, he, he went, he went to, he, he went to university. You know that's where that's where the film ends. But you can imagine where that trajectory where the director was saying well he came out the car he had the courage to come mm-hmm. out the car but his life it wasn't perfect it wasn't he still had problems and struggles yeah. but he managed to get to university you know so so for me for me it was that 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 thing where i was like i'm coming out now the attacks are happening you know these were so these were the sort of the attacks, but these were spiritual attacks where where the devil was onto me or saying, "Oh, why you why you wanna leave now?" Yeah. So why it's cool, like you can. But I said, "But I'm leaving. I'm gone. I'm not. I'm not what about I've this life. From I'm gone. I wanna change my life." So far is that, and your faith in God, your faith in Christ, has guided you out of situations that could have costed you everything. 
like that's from your um mm. your point you know kind of linking to boys in the hood and there are other kind of black films from the 90s i just love that era of of black films because you know they always had some okay, kind okay. of message but yeah i would say shout Better out to is it spike to lee just, and like, all those directors from that time who really put out some great content like if anybody's listening and you have not checked out the black movies from the 90s please do make it like mm 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 shout out to that rip to that um, guy who, was who the one who passed away the massive name of course i think it's singleton john singleton yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, John Singleton, but this guy's kind yeah. of... All, all yeah. you need to do, yeah, Google John Singleton. Honestly, and I mean, for that's those what, people who have what, Netflix, there's some of them watch. on Netflix as well. Um, So, yeah. Based on your examples mm-hmm. from those films, bro. Yeah. Yeah, stop plugging Netflix. <laughs> Based on your examples from those films and your own personal journey, it just seems like God has been a guide like god has guided you throughout some things and he's still guiding you he's mm. still giving you that courage and that strength that you need to 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 really speak out about things that are just not right so what i'm getting from everything that you've said so far is mm. that god you know your faith has really guided you and that's amazing that is absolutely amazing why i want to ask you like i think you've answered part of the question already but you are really passionate about things and i'm sure that over time you you have had influences of course i know that god has been the center of your life um who else would you say you know mm-hmm. has influenced you and has helped to give you that you know path to take and to be gringo today like we all have role models and people who influence us whether in our family whether people that you know we've read about and we've seen them become world changes or, or changes within their countries um who influences you you know what i i, I, the, <laughs> I, I, had, a, I had a prepared answer for this one i had a, I had a... <laughs> Because, because most, because like, like, yeah, because this, yeah, they prepare. But you know what, yeah. What I used to believe back in that day, yeah. Mm-hmm. What, this, this may sound weird, yeah. But a lot <laughs> let of me hear, let me hear the rational behind that answer. Yeah. The, the rationality is, yeah. A lot of, a lot of people, a lot of people, yeah. Who 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 have influenced me? Yeah, are people yeah. are people that have been maligned by society. Are people that like you know you take for example yeah. like the rapper ODB. You know this guy was just so strange. Like he used to do things that don't make sense. Like things that are just just are er- er- the erratic behavior. That thing, but then you know you know what? Yeah, why why I why I always look. To, to people who are always casted out as crazy old people. Because these people, yeah, these people at times 
in the world where we live in here, it's hard to fathom on on who who is crazy and who's not. I, most of the time, I think them people are more sane are more sane than we are because they have they have that they have that freedom of of natural thought. And like and like you and me, we have the freedom of uh, we don't have freedom in in the sense of we are bound by society and a lot of things that don't make sense that we, but I mean take for example this whole COVID thing here yeah. we actually look at a lot of at a lot of the the rules that have been in, in, that have been uh, put in for COVID none of them make sense yeah if you actually follow them you're actually crazy because you're you're you're, you're like okay like for take for example you know, I'm saying this here yeah if you're in a restaurant, let's say me and you go in a restaurant. Yeah. With the new laws here, you have to, me and you, we have to sit down. But where, where, but where me are apart from other people, we have to sit down. But if we, if we want to go to toilet, we have to stand up and put on our mask. I sat in a restaurant the other day, yeah, where I was, where I was my back, was, where I was back to back with someone in, in, a, in a booth. And they were speaking, and someone even coughed as well. I was like, yo, 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 yo. But yeah, I, 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 I hope it's just, it's just, it's just a natural cough, like just clearing your throat for that food or water, like. <laughs> but you know, so things like that is crazy. Yeah. If you follow them rules, like, you, it's actually ludicrous. It's like, uh, it's like this thing yeah, of not mixing in with different households. This is this is another one. Me and you, let's say I, I meet you, say, ah, oh, man, how are you doing, Kimani? Do you want to go for coffee? So me and you, yeah, we can go for a coffee, yeah, but we have to sit outside in the outside if the restaurant or the, the coffee place has got, has got outside seating area. I see. You see what I'm saying? I so it, it doesn't make sense, but we're in close contact. As in you, as in you, you can still pass, you can still pass COVID to me because we're talking directly to each other. If you cough or whatever, your particulates are still coming out of your mouth and they're, they're hitting me. So, you, so you see, so I think that that's the thing, you know, I always, I always like to see how, how history has maligned people people at the time but then at the at the time with we then we then praise them as being heroes you know if we lived in the era of uh of Marilyn Monroe Marilyn Monroe was called yeah she, she was sort of like slut shamed she was sort of sort of like maligned she was sort of this yeah this 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 sort of whole this but now 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 we praise Mary Monroe as as someone who was brave, time, someone who yeah. was who was sexually free, someone who was uh, a feminist. You know, we, we we say, you know, but but at that time, she was maligned. So the, 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 that those are the sort of people I, I I like to see and things I like to see in history. I like to see how society is is and and uh, I always like to. 
like I'm I'm more more of a reader, so I read I read a lot of things, you know, and most most things that 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 uh, that influence me the most are are sort of like uh, I think economic. I'm a fan of reading about economics. I'm a fan of reading from uh I I, I can't. I, I can't remember some of these people's names. I should have wrote them down. People actually. who don't I consider wrote us, ugh, like what you're doing, mate. But it's true because a lot of the times it's not that these people are quote unquote crazy. It's just that they are free and they really couldn't care less like about what people around them had to say or have to say. And there are those people out there who are just like dancing to the beat of their own mm-hmm. drum, like doing their thing. So I think it's good because it, it goes back to you mm-hmm. at the beginning of this um, podcast session, speaking about the fact that you're eccentric. And, you know, I think these people, I mean, I don't know who they are because we haven't like named many of them, but I feel like they would be considered eccentric as well. And <laughs> I think it's good that I can see the link, you know, I can see where, hmm, these are the people who influence, who influence um, Gringo outside of Jesus. Shout out to Jesus, you know, every day. <laughs> when he, he got, he's got my homie, though. <laughs> now, nah, but, you know, even, even that, like, uh, you know, Actually, mm-hmm. another thing I I feel like now I'm choosing and picking who influences me by by sort of uh by sort of being delicate yeah. in uh in my in the groups of people I wanna speak to and the people I wanna I wanna be around and I think that's a big influence for me you know like mm-hmm. um like you know this this girl um this girl I've been speaking to I met yeah and uh. You know, she's, she's talking about this whole vegan thing, and that sort of influenced me to to the point where now that's cool. I'm that's more cool. on a pescatarian diet. You know, where, yeah. So, so where where things where things uh she said, and I've yeah. I've gone I've gone and done my own research out of out of out of not wanting to be ignorant or out of you know what? Yeah. I'm not wanting to be to be called uh for you know that that whole thing of follow fashion. Yeah. <laughs> and black people we've got we've got we've got a weird thing about that. Like um, I don't yeah. call, but, but, but I don't say that that you're <laughs> you did your own research. <laughs> that, 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 you're, that you're just you're just riding like so so yeah, so yeah, so with, with that like I took I took yeah, I, you know. My my new thing is like uh sort of listening to everyone like no matter how old you are no matter like listening to that yeah being a, to being being able to listen to the information that you're trying to disseminate to me or the the advice you're trying to disseminate to me because you're you're saying it to me and and sometimes I don't know you know even even if a three year old or four year old saying saying kids especially kids if if a child says something to me. I'm ready to listen to a child because they've got child, a wealth of, child, of wisdom that people sometimes overlook because you know their children and children should be seen and not heard. But at their age, because they haven't gone through 
you know, shame and children mm. are free. So when they tell you something, it's coming from their heart. They're genuine. Mm-hmm. They're not fake. So I really value um, children's perspectives. Mm-hmm. Like I've got little cousins who, I mean, they're growing, obviously, as the days go by. But when I talk to them sometimes, I'm like, the perspective that they mm-hmm. have, mm-hmm. I would have never thought about things from their point of view but it actually makes sense mm. i mean it's, it's 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 like that yeah but i i after you after you sort of uh get on to get on yeah. to get on to people about this yeah, but a particular but i won't mention yeah names, yeah. <laughs> but they, they, they're both times yeah some terrible fashion choices for me well, what well, was I, look, I thinking? <laughs> well, I look over that years, yeah. I've, I've oh, I've myself. been there, bro. <laughs> but back then, you'd be like, yo, but you know, but with children, child will be I've a been there, bro. Nah, if man, I like, were to, like, nah, post some throwback Thursday pics, I'm like, yeah, I'm just going to crop. I'm just going to show my face. I'm, <laughs> I'm just going to crop everything else. But we thank God for growth. We thank God for growth. <laughs> but, uh, I, mm, mm, mm. but uh, the, the, some of the core signs were, were, were dubious. But I think that's the thing with children. A child, I feel like the child, sometimes you never know who's speaking to you. Because it might not, I believe that it might not be, that's be true. the child. That's because a child cannot, cannot say, cannot things, pick yeah. up on your nature and start saying things. And start say, and start it's saying the innocence, things. isn't I think it? There's, the the, there's a certain divinity and attached to it because to get spiritual mm, and mm, back mm, to mm, faith mm. with Jesus. Like, so, Jesus, you know, saying mm, mm. suffer the children. So as in, don't don't turn the children away. Let them come unto me. You know, because there's something about children, like the mm. innocence, as you said, the divinity that comes with it the the purity that comes with them it's just amazing so yeah you've touched on it really mm-hmm. ah, yeah thank i mean you. yes thank I mean, you very even much even you actually <laughs> influenced me a lot as well so i think it's so i think it's about building people for me now i think it's about building people that i want to have a positive influence in my life and i also want to to share the positive influence back, as in you know, if you if you're around people yeah. who are who are quite negative, or people who don't see value in themselves, or people who who call who call themselves obscenities yeah. and stuff like that, that's you know, true. it's all that's, about that's good what you be it? what you become, like you know. Mm-hmm. But I just wanna yeah, <laughs> but I just wanna shout out to that to that. The international playboys out there, like <laughs> I just said a thought, but you know, like uh, when someone was telling me, yeah, you know, like yeah, yeah, they, they don't call me an f boy or whatever, yeah. So, 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 but you know, it's a negative connotation. So, yeah, international playboy. <laughs> I said international playboy sounds sounds better. <laughs> But, uh, nah, it's cool. It's but, cool. Nah, it's Shout out to cool. them. Just I mean, crazy you know, you do I you. Had, man, I'll do me. 
but I, I, I see you. You can't really co- co- condone that. You can't co-sign that. So I see you. Uh, you're involved in that in that in that glorious uh, black club that we all support. You know. So oh, no. so I won't say black anything club, that, man. It's beautiful. That may, uh... beautiful, beautiful. <laughs> I've got one last question. Yeah, because we've been on here for a while, and I think mm-hmm, we've covered mm-hmm. so much. Like, but. I've got mm. one last question because every, every time the reason now, behind yeah. this podcast was to give people an idea, a snapshot, mm. literally a snapshot of who you are and the journey that you've had, the challenges that you've gone through, but how your mm. faith has shaped you and how good influences have, have shaped who you are. For those people out there who are listening, you know, Whoever may come across this on Spotify, because you're also on Spotify, aren't you? Yeah, you are, because I listen to you on Spotify. Because I'm um, with the um, I don't know, man. I don't know with the app that we're using. I think it it connects directly to that. So when I listen, I can go back to that. So see, you learned something new. You're 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 international, bro. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, you are. You are. So for people who might yeah, listen, yeah, I didn't, I didn't know, man. have gone through similar things, who are maybe mm-hmm. considering to start some project, whether it's a podcast or a YouTube video um, outlet or some vlog of some kind, some platform that they want to create, but they feel as though they're not good enough or they feel as though they're an imposter, they don't belong. And as you said, how you used to feel as though you were just coexisting with everybody else. Speaking about your journey today has shown me how far you've come. So if you were to give mm. these people one bit of advice, what would it be? I mean, I mean yeah. you know what? Yeah, the, advi- the advice may sound simple. And and it's very simple because because uh, because the advice is the thing mm-hmm. is uh, it gets lost it gets convoluted it gets it gets diluted with a lot of things, but 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 having patience with yourself, having the patience of knowing who you want to be, and for for mm-hmm. forget about uh, that that free cheap advice that they give. Just be yourself. What does that mean? Like, you know, you can't just, you know, they, I think they tell kids the wrong advice. Like, you tell a child, yeah, just be yourself. What do you mean yeah. you be yourself when I'm, I'm shaped? You know, you do sociology, social studies. You know, you're, 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 not, you're not yourself. It's true. It's true. As, as what you think you are yourself. Because you are shaped by your environment. You are shaped by the people around you. Yeah. So by being yourself, like... Is, I think what would your advice be? Advice to give to someone, yeah, yeah, just be yourself, be your natural mm. self. What does that mean? Like, I think the advice is explore yourself, explore who you want to be. <laughs> you know be. what? <laughs> explore. You know, in rock solid, back in rock solid, that you know, some you people probably be. say, "Oh, the spirit is one," because as you started to speak, and <laughs> I, I could sort of sense, and for anyone listening, this was not a question that. I, I ran past Gringo before. I just decided to ask him. 
Yeah, no, it's true. Like this, man, like, if you tell people that, that this, this you know money I'm going to ask you this. Please be prepared. <laughs> the, the, nah, the PR I just before. said, let me find out what your advice would be. And after hearing you speak, yeah, be yourself. Mm. You really hit the, the the nail on the head. It's more about finding yourself, exploring your yourself that you know makes all the difference. So that is powerful because that's what I was thinking. And you really like mm. it. Just shows that hey, the spirit is one. Shout out to Jesus again, mm, you know. Because... <laughs> mm. Yeah. Well, shout out to my guy. But, but you know, one thing I'm gonna say is the last, last thing I wanna say is yeah. The world wants us to be to be in a yeah. molded society. The world wants us to mm-hmm. to mold to values and core beliefs that support the world. That's why in this country they promote individualism and they promote a lot of these things because they promote these things because they benefit them. It doesn't benefit you. Yeah. Individualism does not benefit you. It doesn't benefit anyone. Uh, privilege does not benefit you. You may be white, but you may be white and be where, you know, one thing I've, I've heard Jay, was where you can be white with all the privileges, mm. or you can be white and you'll be you'll be a waste of good white skin. You can have white skin, but you know that use use it to the potential yeah. of the privileges that you're you're so-called uh, given. But so these things, these things are structured not for your benefit, but for the benefit of the corporation. This sounds uh conspiracy conspiracy or mad or or mad skeptic skepticism so we're gonna come out come at me. But that what I'm saying is, yeah, is you, as a person, you have to start when you stop living for yourself and start living for a collective and for a goal, and uh, and you start going on a journey of of discovering because it's the world doesn't the world always wants you to do mm. what you you what it thinks is profitable for the world. So you you have to, it's okay yeah. for you to start something and yeah. say, oh no, you know, I, I don't feel this. I don't like this. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go on this tangent. I'm going to go on this journey. I'm going to do this. And the, and, the, and the societal forms of certain things where, yeah. where certain, like certain, certain things we know in society don't make sense. And we, we sort of judge people over 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 standards you know i think i'm gonna leave with this here i'm forget i think i was gonna go on a ramble here forget everything here judge yourself on the standards that you judge others and if you can live like that based on what you just said that's it i don't know but there's a scripture that literally just speaks about what you said and I'm, I know that there might be people out there listening who are of other faiths and whatever. But it basically says, and it's Romans uh, 12 verse it, 2, it. and it says, and I'm reading the NLT because it sort of breaks things down. It's not the old English um, complicated language for some. So it just says, don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. 
then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. I feel like that is just beautiful because you touched on it. You literally just said like, there are things in this world that make no sense. And we know that it's just not the way it should be. And as you said, it's never too late to say, you know what, actually, I want to go in a different direction. I want to go off a tangent. This is not for me. But it starts with the renewal of your mind. And from our perspective as as believers, we know that we can't copy the behavior mm-hmm. and the customs mm-hmm. of this world because it's not going to get us anywhere, will it? <laughs> Hey, girls are coming up. I'm, hey, you know what? Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not co-signing this international playboy yeah. thing. Yeah, but I'm telling you guys, yeah. girls are car. Just, just open that door, man. Just open that door. It's hard. Just start. You know, it's hard once you even have the courage, done, but, yeah. But once you have the courage to just o- open the door, man. Just uh, open that door, and, and and I'm telling you, once you open that door, there's gonna be you're, 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 you're going to start fight. You're not True. fighting a physical fight no more. You start fighting a spiritual fight. You know, you start, you start fighting a spiritual fight where you're like, boy, like I've entered, I've entered a different realm because now I'm trying to, uh, you, you have to, for you, I think for you to, because this yeah. is, uh, goes on, links into the, into sort of the African beliefs that we have in spiritism and everything. But for you to sort of succeed in the physical, you also have to have... It's true. Everything overlaps. To have it, it overlaps. Everything it overlaps. right like, in the spiritual. And, I mean, you followed um, some of the content that I put out online where I've said that, look, whatever happens in the spiritual affects the emotional, it affects mm-hmm. the mental, and it affects the physical. So, definitely. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Because people, because people may say, "Oh, I, we don't. I don't believe in the spiritual." But, but it's it's the same people who don't believe in the spiritual who who always come to you. Yeah, with the, the with universe the like, and yeah, you know, yeah, like bad energies stay far away from me. Like, 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 like yeah, yeah, yeah. But these these are these are that things have you're just describing. You're just putting new labels, new age labels, on the spiritual because, and. A lot of a lot of things, a lot of things. Uh, yeah, there's documented fact on 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 the spiritual existing. You know, as in like we can see how, let's say, if I come in a room and my mood my mood is somber, I'm, let's say I'm I'm depressed. I'm you're gonna you're gonna feel depressed. You're gonna feel uncomfortable. You'll be like, man, every time this guy comes in the room, the the energy goes like just. But if I yeah. come in a room, you know, enthusiastic and and all high fives around and all this, it changes your mood as well. You'll be like, oh yeah, well, you know what? This is, it sets the mood, it sets the agenda, It'll be like, you know what, this yeah, it's gonna be a good day. All of a sudden, That's linked it's gonna to be the a good spiritual, day. isn't it? Yeah, we're gonna, you know, things are gonna happen for us. But if we come mm, a spiritual thing, because you see, if you come, if you come in with, with let's say we run a company, we come with some bad, yeah. bad energy and be like, yeah, today we're not gonna get customers. This and but we won't get customers because yeah. of our energy. And if we do get customers, the customers won't wanna be there because they say, Boy, it's kinda but it's, it's a bad vibe in there, you know. 
But if you come, you know, the energy with whatever it is. You have like, to speak life. You, attract, you have to speak you know, life, things, you know. These things are spiritual the tongue is things, powerful man. When they say it brings things. forth life, it brings forth death. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. But if we were to continue, right, this them. would take us another hour or two. So I'm going to mm-hmm. wrap up. I'm going to say thank you, Gringo, first of all, for... um. But, yeah. <laughs> but... You know what? Thank you for your time, man. You know what? You know what? I think I've, it's uh, been, like, it's I've been taken, valuable taken time. you out of your lectures. It now. must be gone I'm because... De- I'm depriving you, my guy. This particular lecture hasn't started. Like, I'm literally logged in. It hasn't started. I haven't seen any um, emails or anything. But it must be good because I oh, would have wow. wrapped up a long time ago. But guess what? I think what we discussed needed to be discussed. And even though we, <laughs> we rambled on and we spoke, there was a lot of constructive, beneficial, positive things to take from this. So thank you for asking me to to share this space. And Mm-mm-mm. well done, well done for, for this podcast. And I hope that, you know, it will continue well, to, thank you to be time, beneficial man. to those who listen. So that's it from me if there's anything else that you want to say i don't know but that's it from me thank you bro yeah definitely <laughs> i mean every time we link up it's fireworks bro like i'll say like definitely like, it's, it's, it's like the, 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 the interchange of ideas is always good man because uh like it's beautiful yeah where as i say man Therapy, therapy, therapy. It's not. It's but, not. And it's, and it's also real shows life. that this 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 ain't about gossip, man. You mind? But if but oh, I'm gonna say yeah. But I, but if it's, this was about gossip, <laughs> I'm telling you, telling you. But ah, stop cool. snitching, man. Stop stop <laughs> brass snitching on yourselves. <laughs> stop it, man. <laughs> but yeah, thank you again. Actually, we never and tell. I hope that this has been. A good, a good session for you as well as as much as it has been for me, and I'm sure it will impact other people as well. So yeah, thank mm. you very much. And yeah, hopefully, man. Yeah, I thank you. Bye. I I just want to say, you know what? Yeah, this this is a great example. Mm. Yeah, I say, where the best gift you can give someone is not it's not Time. a million pounds. It'll it'll That's be true. nice to have a million pounds, but it's your time. Time is precious, you know that. I think ah, that's, that's okay, that's, bro. I, I just want to thank you for for the best gift you know you could have given me today, which was your time. Which which is, but your time is so valuable, man. You you just don't realize people don't realize how valuable yeah. the time the time they have, man. That's true. Like especially in this COVID times, you know you could be you could be here today, gone tomorrow, but but it, but if you live, if you no no one care. I don't I don't think. A lot of people, when they when their parents or when, when whoever dies, they, they say, "Boy, at, le- at least I got I got I got yeah. like a multi-pound estate handed to me." Yeah. But I think that that's not what matters. It's what people start talking about. It's like the time. Yeah, remember that time we went there, the time we spent this and that. You know that the money and the other things become become secondary. Compared to the time, you know, people yeah. start saying, "I wish I spent more time." You know, I, I wish I, I gave enjoyed, more I time. I enjoyed today. I did, and you know, time is valuable, but it was time. Oh, yeah, well thank spent. you very much. I'll man. say that. All right, my bro. So we'll catch up. <laughs> mm, 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 mm.
thank you. Thank you again, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, cheers, Gringo. Thank you, man. Gringo and I. Uh, <laughs> I'll stop this. It's been, it's been your boy, Gringo. Definitely. And, uh, and, and shout out to the homie, Solace.